panel today. Uh, we are really privileged to have Swami Bhajananji Saraswati here from Kali Mandir. And uh, I think uh, most people know who he is. He's has now has had done our uh, Swamiji's puja maybe twice or three times, and it's just wonderful to have him here. Um, for those that don't know, um, he's a devotee, Ramakrishna, Holy Mother, Sharada Devi. He met his Guruji, Swami Vishnu Devanandji Saraswati of Prayag in 1987, and he received his sannyas in 1999. He has a degree in religious studies from UC Berkeley, and um, just by a show of hands, how many have gone to Kali Mandir in Laguna Beach and have a visit? Shame. <laughs> you, you should. It's, it's really a delight. Uh, as some of the Swamis here and the inmates from Kali Mandir are here. And uh, if you go there, you'll feel the presence of the Divine Mother. And music is one of the big things that uh, is really in store, that vibration. And uh, so... Please, when you have a chance, go see that place. It's wonderful. And today he will be talking on Sri Ramakrishna and Mother Kali, Swami Bhajananjikaraj. Om Mangalam Gurudevaya Devi Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brim Devi Sarvalokaya Mangalam Stapakaya Chudarmasya Sarvadharma Sarupini Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishnaya Mangalam Om Sarashiva Samarambam Shankaracharam Majmamashmaracharam Prayantam Bande Guru Paramparam Om Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Devo Param Brahman Tasmai Sri Guru Vedma Sharada Guru Namaha I'm very happy to be here again. This is, we were here it was only a month ago or the two months ago, I forget. In January. In January, yes. It was very nice. I was facing the other way. I was facing the other way here, though I think. <laughs> so uh, three years ago, on, when we did Samaji's uh, birthday puja, we also Samaji asked me to speak something, and we took as our topic Swami Vivekananda and Mother Kali, right? And and so, would anybody here at that time? If I can repeat that talk, I don't have to do much presentation. <laughs> so something I will, a few things I'll repeat as a setup, right? Because we're talking about Sri Ramakrishna and and God as Mother, right? Uh, uh, let me actually get, get a few quotes here. Organize myself. I was thinking late last night, just kind of thinking a little bit of what we're going to talk about, talk about Sri Ramakrishna. And then on, on our, on our, you know, it's like we have like, uh, like, you know, on your website or something, you have like who Sri Ramakrishna is, or who Vivekananda is, who, you know, we have some defining things, and we have on ours as our kind of introduction to Sri Ramakrishna, he says, uh, uh, the great world teacher, the incarnation of divinity, who taught the transcendent unity of religion, the motherhood of God, and the mystical path of love. So I was actually thinking this would be a good way to think. This is our. Some, of course, Sri Ramakrishna is so much is that and so much more. You can you can't. Uh, there's a uh, great scholar who said that that anything you say about Sri Ramakrishna, any true thing you say about Sri Ramakrishna, you can say the opposite of that, and that will also be true. So it's very hard. We're not defining and limiting. We're just speaking something, right? And so the first is that he's an incarnation of divinity. We consider him the uh, in our pranam mantra, avatar of the greatest of incarnations. Um, this. Uh, 
And, but in the Gita, there's a, the famous line in the Gita, whenever Dharma declines and Adam arises, I am born again and again, age after age, I am born. And so the devotees of Sri Ramakrishna see in him the latest incarnation. Uh, this is not, they don't, we don't preach this necessarily. Like everybody has to accept the latest, the latest incarnation and the final incarnation like this, right? But this is a, a we see in him, and, and we see there was a decline in Dharma. And, 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 and uh, but it's not like in the, in the, in the Puranas, like that usually a great demon comes up, and therefore Krishna has to be born to kill Kamsa, or Rama has to be born to kill Ravana, like this, right? And the Shinga, Narashinga has to be born to kill Hiranyakashipu. These are the famous examples that when a great, a great evil power rises, God comes and in the story usually destroys that power and re- reestablishes Dharma. Now we don't, I mean, we can, we all have our list of who we consider the great demons of the age are, but we, that's a dangerous position to, to, to speak, especially in front of a microphone, we're being recorded. Uh, so we see actually what Swami Vivekananda said, actually, the Swamiji, the demon of this age was just doubt. Right? And the doubt is we lost our sense of the sacred, we lost our connection to God. Right? And it's logical, and actually it's not necessarily bad, because what happened? We have, we have the new methodology of science, scientific investigation. Right? We have new theories that describe our existence on the, as, as a species through evolution. We have new technologies, we have uh, uh, new philosophies, uh, new economic systems that, in a certain sense, don't require this idea of the sacred, the idea of God, a God, God, God gods, goddesses, uh, to, to, to make sense of the world anymore. And, and, and that's also, I mean, we, we also consider that also, this is the, also a type of vidya, this is also divine science, right? It doesn't have to take us away. But Swamiji said that we were thinking that India itself was shaking under this. And Calcutta was a great symbol of this, because the seat of the, of the British Raj, like this, and the intellectual, the youth of the, of the time were being a very, a very turbulent time. Right? And so Sri Ramakrishna was born, if we think, the very year that the British system of education was introduced in India, the very year. Right? It's very significant, you know. So we sometimes think that, that it was a certain sense of response. Right, uh, that India, or as Schiffman writes, that like India, during all this, as all this was going on, was in the realms of science and religion, in politics and and and, and like and, and, and economics. He says India was preparing her response, and he says that Sri Ramakrishna was part of that response, of the usher of that response, the sense of the sacred. Um, and so he didn't come with weapons. His weapons, what were his weapons? You know, actually, Sri Swami Vivekananda says yoga. Uh, there are several talks, several places where we get a hint of what Sri Ramakrishna, what Swami Vivekananda said by Varishtaya, the greatest incarnation. He wasn't like a fanatical preacher. Our incarnation is better than all the incarnations, right? It's it's different than that. He one of the things he said he came with tremendous power, not just to kill one person, but to kill, to 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 purify the, the mentality of an age, right? That's even a greater thing, right? Uh, and then Swami Chaitananda. Uh, somebody always says that when, when Vivekananda himself was a symbol of all that, right? The education system, he was a member of the Brahma Samaj, he was trained in Western philosophy, like this. He says when he was converted, if we can use that word, right, the whole world was converted. He rep- at least potentially, right? He was a good, he was a good uh, representative of that. Uh, 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 so, let's see here. So he's a great incarnation, but also the great, he, we call him Jagat Guru, or Jananim Shradam Devi, Ramakrishnam Jagat Guru, right, the, the world teacher. So what is it, 
course, it's not that by world teacher, I mean, now everybody has to accept Sri Ramakrishna. That's not what's meant, or like proselytizing. But he's, he's shedding, it's not that everybody has to be, join Ramakrishna mission, or everybody has to become a devotee of Ramakrishna. Right? But he teaches everyone. You know, I, I was a little bit of a uh, uh, comedic scene, but I was one time challenged in India by somebody who says, why do you worship Sri Ramakrishna? You're not a member of the Ramakrishna order. Right? Or why are you following Sri Ramakrishna? He says, well, Sri Ramakrishna, we believe, is the avatar of the age. Right? And the teacher of the world, not the avatar of the Ramakrishna mission, or the teacher of the Ramakrishna. He's the teacher, he sheds light on everybody's path. Right? And so this is, and so the other point is, uh, is the, uh, uh, we taught the transcendent unity religion, the motherhood of God, and the path of devotion, the ecstatic path of devotion. And I believe these are all very intimately connected. Sri Ramakrishna, we know, We've all studied his life. His childhood is full of, 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 of amaze, amazement, of his, of his ecstasies, even as a small child, through beauty, through religious sentiment. Like this. When, and, but when he went to Calcutta, um, the year, I forget, 19, 1852, Sri Ramakrishna moved to Calcutta, right, and to assist his brother. And then his brother became the priest, the first priest at the Dakshinishwar temple, right, when the temple was installed. And he became, and then after a couple, it took a couple more years, but eventually Sri Ramakrishna also became the priest, right? Uh, but Sri Ramakrishna, whatever he did, he did completely. And he was, as he was worshiping, he was assigned to do the puja, first to Radhakrishna, and then to the Kali, to the image of Mother Kali. And he was thinking, is she real? Right? Not even, is she real? That's what we do. We immediately separate, are you real? He always had a very personal direct, are you real? He looked, he looked are you real? Right, says the, you know, we've he knew all the songs of Ram Prasad and Komalakanta. These songs that they saw you, or at least they claimed to have seen you, right? You know, did they see you, or is it all just a lie, right? If if they saw you, that means you can be seen. I mean, I can see it, right? And so we, we, we know that without, of course, he had his initiations from his childhood and uh, family tradition, and then he also had initiation in order to become a priest. I think his name has been mostly forgotten. The priest who initiated Sri Ramakrishna. <laughs> his first guru, you know, <laughs> may have not even remembered, right? Who gave him the mantra to do the pujas. Like, we had some sort of, but his, his, his desire to know, his passion and longing to know if God is real, if Maal is real, if Kali is real or not, right? became so intense that eventually we know the story that he became so exasperated. Right? He was doing the rituals properly, but is she real? We all also do the rituals, maybe not properly, but is she real? Are you not, is she real? Are you real? Right, directly. He became overwhelmed, and we know the story that there's a, a sword hanging in the temple, you know, uh, that, uh, and he grabbed that sword and was about to give up his life, as the story goes, right? It says just at that moment, he had a vision, right? I'll read a bit of that vision in his own words, very partial translation here. As Kali's priest, he began to ask himself if the goddess he was sincerely serving was real or not. If she was real, could one experience her directly? His intense longing for the vision of Mother Kali became so great, so overwhelming that the mother could not keep herself hidden from him any longer. The master related his first vision of Kali to his close disciples. Sri Ramakrishna says, I had a marvelous vision of mother, of mother and fell down unconscious. Within me there was a steady flow of undiluted bliss, and I had never that I had never before experienced, and I felt the immediate presence of the Divine Mother. That's interesting, he didn't see Mother Kali in his vision, or his, this experience, as we usually think of an image of Mother Kali holding a sword and a severed head and hands, 
sticking their tongue out like this, right? He actually, the way it's described is a very, is a very almost a Vedic type of experience. He says everything, he saw consciousness everywhere. He saw the temple permeated with consciousness. Slowly everything just dissolved into consciousness and disappeared. Right? And, he, and then he lost external, not consciousness, he lost external consciousness of the external world. He was lost in that ocean, the oceanic feeling of bliss. And eventually he came out of it. And, he, and when he came out, he was saying, ma, ma, ma. Right? So, so it's not just the image and the icon, but actually this, this universal cosmic experience. His first, not his first samadhi experience, but the first experience defined, described this way as everything disappearing in an ocean of consciousness. Right? He said, uh, I, thought, I thought the cat was consciousness, the bricks were consciousness, the image was consciousness, the temples were consciousness, right? uh, the priests were consciousness. You know, everything just melted like that. That type of, uh, we, we would perhaps describe as an Advaitic experience. Right? He immediately called, when he woke up, what, who was that? Or what was that? It was Ma. Actually, we can't say, what was it? If he comes out saying Ma, 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 we have to say, who was that? Right? That, that experience of the one was personal. That's very, very important, right? And so, not satisfied with that, either it's, it's a, we have to interpret a little bit from a few stray statements that were put together by the biographers, right? Whether or not, then he began to practice various religions, various path, traditional sadhanas. His first vision was not by any sadhana, it was by longing, right? But either he desired, or the way sometimes he said, mother showed him. Mother took him upon, made him, mother made me practice all these different sadhanas. The various practices of Vaishnavism, the abstractions of Vedanta, to, uh, the, the, uh, the very difficult and even dangerous rites of Tantra, right? All, these, all the different bhavas, uh, 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 we can't, we, it's almost un, unthinkable the, the, what he did in the, in, in, the, in the span of just a few years of his sadhana period. Where he said, Mother showed me, Mother sent me the right teachers, gave me the right initiations, and, and, and he practiced perfect, each one perfectly. And things that would take life, maybe lifetimes to perfect, he would perfect some of them in days, right? He was like in a great experiment, right? Mother was showing him one after another. And after each one, he had the same experience, right? Of that one, he, he, he found the goal of each one, right? He said he took each one, he found the goal. And therefore, what did, what did he find? The thing, the, the one, not the thing, I have to be careful, my own language, our language has become polluted with, with, with lack of person, with, uh, relationship, right? The one, he, the one that, he, that he was worshipping in the temple, the one that he experienced as the all-embracing, all-consuming consciousness, where everything melts away, is the same one he found in the heart of every religion, as a result of every spiritual practice, as a result of every tradition, right? And therefore, his statement, what's his famous statement? Yes, yato matato path. That is many paths. There's all these, if all the different views, all the philosophies, <coughs> different religions, different uh, uh, paths are all to the same goal. Now we would say that, right? We say that because it should be. We want it to be so, right? We're in a liberal society, right? And we and uh, uh, and therefore we have. There's a modern open-mindedness and a universal tendency of the modern mind. So we want it to be so. If somebody comes in here, if I come in here and says, actually. Right? There's only one way. Everybody has to worship only this form of God. There's only one book. Or, you know, we'd even, that's maybe even the teaching of the but we'd like, oh, we'd, it, true or not true, it's, it's, not, it doesn't, it's not satisfying to our sentiment. Right? So it wasn't that. It wasn't out of a, a modern open-mindedness. Right? A, sense of, a great sense of justice that God's been this way for too long. God should be this, he or she should be this way. Right? You know, it, from, it was from his own personal experience. 
Right, and 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 we can if we ima- if we try to remember his own descriptions of his sadhanas and his realizations, right, as the background for the words in the Katamrita and the Gospel of Sri Ramakrishna, right. When he's speaking, he's speaking. We know he's speaking from his own experience. He's not speaking from book knowledge, right. Right. Yeah. Last night in our class, we were describing Swami Vivekananda, great a great line of Swami Vivekananda when he was thinking, talking about Sri Ramakrishna. He says, "My master," he says, "I'm embarrassed that I that I, I read books." I'm reading the scriptures and philosophers, right? He says, he says, this is like eating somebody's leftovers off somebody's dirty plates, right? Sri Ramakrishna had direct knowledge. He says, that, he says I'm embarrassed, I'm ashamed that I, have, I still go to books. Swamiji is being humble, of course, <laughs> right? You know? But Sri Ramakrishna never had any need for that. What he said, he says, I asked the Divine Mother, what's in the Tantras, what's in the Vedas, what's in the, in, in the Puranas? And she showed me everything, right? So, that's it. so she showed him what's in the Vedas, the Tantras, and the Puranas. Right, and so this is the background. If we just send what he said, because you in the in the Katamrita in the Gospel, we hear his teaching, right? He's sometimes he talks about his sadhanas, but these are only, uh, by the way, so much research by by the grace of Swami Shardananda. We know so much. He did so much while the first generation was still living. He did all this research, interviewing people who were there during his sadhanas, and he collected also what Ramakrishna said about his own sadhanas. We have to put that in the background. What are those realization comes when he's speaking about the universality of religion? Where were they, where this is not philosophy. This is his own experience. His mother showed him all the different paths, and his mother showed him that I am found in all these different paths. Right? They all lead to me. Right? And and but still, the, you know, the, the, we don't want to say all the paths are identical. Like it's one of the reasons I use this term, transcendent unity of religion. Right, something we can, something we're not being that, that we're not so intellectually careful. We say all religions are true. This is like a, a, a foundational principle of, of the Vedantic movement, right? That uh, all religions are equally true. Like, what do we mean by that? Sarmakrishna said different things about that. Sometimes he said that anybody who's sincere, and what was his his path was out of longing. Anybody sincere in any system, he says there's mistakes everywhere, including Hinduism. There's mistakes, right, and faults and and, and falsehoods. But if you're sincere, you'll find you'll find her. The one you're looking for, right? But he also said that the, even the people having different experiences, it's only one. It's one being being experienced differently. And in the Katamrita, we'll read a few verses that that that, uh, that describe that a little bit. Right. Also, Sri Ramakrishna said he began to realize, if we if we study his own self-reflection, that this view, this it's Samishardha makes a good argument for this in in, in the Lipashanga, that. That this view, that as this what he, this incredibly Catholic view, right, this, this universal view, right, this is not common. This has never been said before, and actually, even we can study. Of course, Sri Ramakrishna is not the only person who has said such things, right. But even historically, it's actually the, when Sri Ramakrishna began to have these experiences, other people in the world are having similar, beginning to make similar statements. There's a great. Um, uh, uh, article by um, uh, 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 Joseph Campbell on, on, Sri on Sri Ramakrishna. It's in that collection, Bridged, Bridge Across Eternity. It's a beautiful collection on Prabhupada Bharata, where he talks about, you know, at the same time when Sri Ramakrishna was saying this, similar things were being discovered, right, by West, beginning intellectually, maybe not by direct experiences, by other saints or by, by philosophers and mythologists and thinkers. Very interesting. But he began to realize that this, is, this has never really been, this has never been said before. Right, you've, we've heard it. You know, Jesus said, uh, "You've heard it said, but I say unto thee." Right, you know, the, the typical thing. Right, so we can say, "You've heard it said." Follow, you know, this is this is the truth. This is, this is the way to the truth. Right, but uh, 
maybe it's never, it's been hinted at. I mean, we see things in the, in the Vedas like, well, truth is one, what's the famous line? Truth is one, uh, sages call it by various names. What, do you know the Sanskrit of that? Thank you. Embarrassing that I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> right. The thing is, so, so see, it's in the Vedas. Right, we in the light of Sri Ramakrishna's teachings, we go back and find that in the Vedas. Right, before Sri Ramakrishna, that verse was never meant the way we think it means. They think, oh, that means that Allah and Krishna is the same, that Vishnu and Shiva is the same, that Jesus and, and, and Durga is the same. Right, people call it. That's 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 now we know what that's, that that's what that verse means. Right, before Sri Ramakrishna, this was a this was a verse interpreted not as a as a as a death blow to sectarianism, but in a sectarian way. He can be called Vishnu or Krishna. Or, or Achuta, right? All these different names of Vishnu are all names of the same God, right? That we've, we've heard that before, even, even in the Vedas, right? But now it's a new thing that, that the one that's Krishna and the one that's Allah, the one that's, that's Jesus, the one that's Kali, is all the same. That's perhaps never been said or never been boldly said, right? So the, and so Sri Ramakrishna, his own description, he began to realize this is something unique, right? And this is something that the Divine Mother showed him. The Divine Mother showed him that she's behind everything. The one he called, the one, the one he related to, right? Uh, um, uh, uh, uh. And so this is unique. So when it came for his, what's his, my, my first talk I gave her three years ago on Swamiji's uh, birthday, uh, uh, on Swami Vivekananda and Kali, uh, uh, we talked about that, that, that his, message, his messenger for this great message that the Divine Mother gave to Sri Ramakrishna, his gift to the world, her gift to the world, part, part of which is this universality of religion, the... the the, the awesome divinity behind everything that any sincere person following properly can experience right, in their own way, uh, that he needed a messenger. But his messenger, that he even saw, I mean, the messenger is not just any messenger. I mean, I can choose, I choose you to be my preacher, you know, stuff like that. He saw him, in the, I mean, we know, I mean, the ontological uh, personalities, you know, from, from previous, I mean, one of the seven sages he brought down, there's so many stories like that as he collected his disciples, right? Uh, he didn't accept Kali, right? He didn't. He, he, he first he didn't accept he didn't accept Brahman, right? <laughs> what to speak of Kali, right? Even even the basic principle we now think of Swamiji came to preach Vedanta. That Vedanta Swamiji came, Sri Ramakrishna. That Swamiji didn't accept when he came to Sri Ramakrishna. What to speak of the, all these the, these the, the Kali and his tongue sticking out and then all these ridiculous ecstasies and and you know there's a there's that famous we love this. Uh, his own, Swami Vivekananda's own description. Where is it here? How I used to hate Kali. This was talking about his time, his early years of Sri Ramakrishna. This is the messenger. This could be the messenger of Kali's message to the West and to the world, right? How I used to hate Kali in all her ways. This is, uh, Sister Nivedita recorded this, right? That was the ground of my six year fight. But I could not accept her. So he fought. Exactly, but it's a great line because we think, oh, a real devotee. As soon as the Guru says something, you simply accept it. And that's perhaps that's ideal. We all want those type of devotees to come. <laughs> but Swamiji wasn't that type of devotee. But Thakur didn't, even when he'd argue with Swamiji, he didn't, he didn't take that, I'm the Guru, you're the disciple, do what I say and accept it. Right? We can pull that now. Right? Right? And, uh, but, but he said, he says, uh, I, fought, I fought my master every, for every inch. Right? I, fought, I fought him for six long years, Swamiji said. As a result, I know every inch of the way. That's, I think, more or less the, 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 the saying, right? So we appreciate his six long, his six-year fight. That I would not accept her. I loved him. You see, Sri Ramakrishna. He loved Sri Ramakrishna. You see, and that's what held me. That's what kept me. 
His greatness had not, I, I'm sorry, uh, I loved him, and that you see, and that's what held me. I saw his marvelous purity. I felt his wonderful love. His greatness had not dawned in me yet. All, all that came afterward when I had given in. At that time, I thought him a brain-sick baby. But imagine such a statement about the avatar of the age, right? The greatest of all avatars, according to Swamiji Vivekananda. But he, he, Swamiji didn't just talk about that later. He'd say that to Sri Ramakrishna. Right? All these ecstasies. These are just, uh, these are just you know, fantasies, infantile fantasies. And he'd talk like this, right? And, so, and, then, and then Sri Ramakrishna would, what he would do. Sometimes he'd think, well, maybe Swam, Swamiji, uh, Naren thinks I'm crazy. And all these things are imagination. And then he runs to the Kali temple. Right? He says, Ma. Naren says this about him, the truth. She says, no, no, don't. he doesn't know, he doesn't know anything. Your religion is the truth, he's wrong. He comes back, up, you foolish person, don't, 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 don't confuse me. Mother said I'm right, you're wrong. Right, and then, of course, what do you say to somebody who says that? It's like, well, that just, that just reconfirms. I mean, this is crazy. All that, came, all that came afterward when I had given in. We know the story of how he, how he gave in. All that came after when I had given in. At that time, I thought him a brain-sick baby, always seeing visions in the rest. I hated it. And then I, too, had to accept her. Right? He had to accept. And we know the story. I won't read the full story. But the, the, the story is that Swami Vivekananda, like most breakthroughs, they happen because of a, a crisis, a personal crisis. We have this experience, too. And when Swamiji's father passed away, he was left in tremendous physical, uh, economic dire straits. Right? And he tried so much. Uh, he lo even lost. Pretty soon, he he became he came to Sri Ramakrishna's knowledge. Osama Naren has become an atheist. He hates God. He doesn't believe in God anymore. And Santakra is like, can it be so? Could he? I mean, it's one thing not to have called but he's a complete atheist. He was talking like he was just so fed up by the whole thing, right? So str struggle with his family, suffering like that. But then it came in his mind that the Thakur, he he if he prays to, to the Divine Mother, right, then she'll listen. <laughs> Right, and he said, "You prayed to Divine Mother about my family situation." He says, "You prayed to Divine Mother." Right, he says, "I don't, I, I don't believe in your mother." <laughs> right, but so, so shows you this is a very, this is a wonderful Indian quality. Right, I was on a train one time in, in, in India, uh, Rajdhani from from Delhi to Calcutta, in a room in a in a in a, in a decent group of into, uh, Bengali intellectuals. Right, and one person was telling me there was no such thing as God, Kali, all this stuff. It's ridiculous. Right. And then somewhere along the lines, as we went along, I, I handed out, a, I showed a picture of our Kali at Dakshinish at, at, at Calcutta, and immediately held it to his forehead and passed it. They were like, you know, like I, don't, I don't believe, he doesn't believe. It's, the thing is, you can believe and still struggle. That's the beautiful thing, right? right. I don't believe in your Kali, but you, pray, you believe in her, so you pray to her. Right? And so I'm going to say this because you're, you don't accept her that these problems have come. It's a very deep statement. Not as a punishment, but he's creating the problems are to, to fix this, this problem, right? He says, so you go, today's Tuesday, auspicious night, you go, you go to the Kali temple and you pray. And when he, got, when he got there, we know the story, he felt, and he felt because Sri Ramakrishna gave some special blessing, right? That when he goes to the temple, she will definitely listen. She's living. Right, from, from, from a make-believe thing to, uh, to she's living, and he'll definitely listen. When you got there, when you think, when you actually think, this is God, all right, not just some deity, not just some saint, this is God itself, and God listens. What do you pray to? Right, you know, so he immediately, he forgot all about his family problems, and he prayed, give me devotion, give me renunciation, give me pure love for you, give me knowledge, give me wisdom, gyan dao, bhakti dao, like this, right? 
And then he staggered back into Taku's room. Taku said, did you ask her? Did you tell her? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> you're foolish. You didn't forget. You're forgetting why you came to go back and tell her again. And so we know the story. Two, three times it happened like that. Then he realized, oh, he came back to Shema, this is your fault. Here is all your, your thing. You, you say it. Right? And Shemakir said, I, I can never tell people that though. I can't give blessings, may you have money. Right? He said, no, and so then Takur gave the famous blessing, may you, what was it? May your family never suffer from simple food and simple cloth, simple clothes. Right? And many people have think some, some, uh, that, this is, that this blessing was given to everybody, not just to Swamiji. Right? You, see, you, you don't worship Sri Ramakrishna to become rich. You can work, and get a good education, get a good job, become rich. Right? But Sri Ramakrishna doesn't give you blessing for richness. Right, that's but you very rarely find devotees from Ramakrishna don't have simple clothes, simple food. Right? And anybody who becomes a devotee immediately simple. That's that's a blessing. Is the bare minimum for, for material life is, is covered. But when he accepted him, then the whole the Tantakur taught Samaji a song, a famous song. We didn't prepare that quick, but the, you know the song. Uh, very, and, and, and he taught him a song, and the whole night Samaji was spent singing that song in, 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 in blissful devotion. And the next morning, Sri Ramakrishna was so excited. And everybody who comes, you see, Narendra accepted Kali. Narendra accepted Kali. Isn't it good? It's good, right? Right? I think, well, sure enough, I very well remember. <laughs> because you see, this is his messenger. Right? You know, and then, and, and, and then we know another, I haven't got this Ramakrishna. Krishna. This is my problem. I, <laughs> I haven't started on page one yet. <laughs> we'll read Takras we'll really quickly. Uh, 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 he, uh, 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 Swamiji wanted, Nirvikalpa Samadhi, he wanted that Samadhi experience mentioned, right? And, and during Sri Ramakrishna's final, Ill, final illness, he, he had that experience. Chakra was asleep or in his room, and, Swamiji, and most people were sleeping. Swamiji was, uh, young Naren was, was meditating, and he had such an experience, right? Uh, uh, where he couldn't feel his body. He, I mean, he, he described the experience, right? And when he came back, when he came to normal external consciousness, he went to Sri Ramakrishna's bed, bedside. And then Sri Ramakrishna said that I've given that this this uh, mother has given you everything, right? He said, but this experience of Nirvikalpa Samadhi, this non-dual experience, that uh, she will keep it under lock and key, right? She holds the key when your work is when when her work is done. You have much work to do for her. When her work is done, then she'll give you the key again. That means, and we know at the end when Swamiji began to have at the, towards the end, he had some similar type of experiences. And people who knew the story knew that Osamajis will not last long more into this in this body, because Swami said means his work, his external work is being done. But even his work of preaching Vedanta, which he didn't, he didn't. We, we, that the last time we did, we talked about why he didn't speak much about Kali in public. He did barely talk about Sri Ramakrishna in public. What to speak of Kali, right? There's universal principles that were come from Ramakrishna and and were the experience of Kali from Sri Ramakrishna and Swamiji. Even that work. That was, he knew it was mother's work, right? The Divine Mother, this new message, this new message, part of which is universality of religion, this, this, uh, the fact that the, the non-dual reality is also directly experienceable. It's not a philosophical abstraction. It's a direct experience, right? Uh, it's possible uh, 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 in this life itself. Right? This is mother, his preaching was mother's work. We have to understand that. So... With this background, right, we know, we know Swamiji, we, we can spend our whole life expounding and thinking and glorifying the, the teachings of Vivekananda. But in this, with this background of Sri Ramakrishna's sadhana, his own descriptions about his experience, about his message, 
and this background of, of, of until Swamiji understood Kali and accepted Kali, he couldn't be his pure, his pure mouthpiece to do mother's work, which is, this is part of mother's work, right? This is the result of that. And who knows what, what is it? Uh, he's a two-day moon, what's that saying, Swamiji? Uh, who called? Who? No, who said? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. This is the saying in the Ramayana. I mean, it's just, it's just, he's just beginning, right? You know, it's like Samaji said. This is this this uh, Takwar's message will be last ten thousand years. This would be like, we haven't been ten thousand years. <laughs> We've been what 150, 170 years, something like that. Not that long, right? It's just beginning. We don't even come and imagine. This is only part of it. We don't even know what the future holds. So, with that short and concise background, <laughs> I can look at my notes. Occasionally, notes are useful. In my notes, how I used to hate Kali. That's a good <laughs> the proof that I was at least kind of on my notes. Right. So, When the, the the when the Katamrita was translated by first by some well first actually the first translation who did the first translation to Katamrita? Yeah. M. Right, right. M did the first, right. But he tried to do a very he was trying to make it very biblical. Right? So Sri Ramakrishna said a thing like verily, verily I say unto thee. <laughs> you know, you know, we've heard that in other texts, you know. So it's like he wasn't trying for a little translation, right? But still, his original English is very interesting. Yeah. Even though with all that kind of um, uh, the problem, if you tried to do a a, um, a King James style English, biblical English, right? The 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 the, the team of scholars that did the King James Bible, these are the best uh, language scholars of the time, right? And so M was very educated, English educated, but he was not, you know, he didn't do it as well as like the, the team of scholars that the, that that did the King James version of the Bible. Right, so it's it, it's sometimes it's, we struggle through that translation, but there's lots of things in there, right, that we don't find in later translations, right? Because M, one of the things he did, he used very strange punctuation, he bolded things, right? He under, you know, he 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 he, uh, he did very in order to to show trying to show even in the English, even in the, in a in the biblical English, trying to show where emphasis lies, emphasis lies. And I remember when I would read, I had a version, I think it was, uh, now it's under a title, I think the, con the Condensed Gospel, is, I think it's being available. But even the oldest versions of it are now out of print, right? The, these, these oldest versions of, uh, 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 that's, uh, the new version has been, the, the, the these and thou have been reduced, right? But if you look at the old version, I have some copies of the old version. And they're like, going, well, that's, there's some things in here that don't match what I understand of the gospel, right? So maybe it's just a problem, but, but M was, but I, I trusted M because he's, He's trying in, in strained English to put so we understand certain important points, right? And those points that I that really stood out were dealing especially with the idea of, of, of who Kali is and who the Divine Mother is, right? So we can go into that. And when and then the second then later was done by Bhadananda. He did a beautiful translation, but very he cleaned it up. It's it's not the um, it's not a, 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 a biblical translation. It's it's a little. Not disparaging because it's very important. I like it. That's one of the ones I carry around in my bag sometimes. A small original, 2000. I mean, uh, 1907 copy somewhere that I carry. I carry it around for years. I like it very much. It's a good way to keep Tucker's words in the mind. But it's over. It's so cleaned up that you lose some of the edge of Tucker's words. Right. A little bit readers digest kind of when that type of writing where you clean up where you don't stumble on anything. Right. 
but it's also very beautiful. Then and then then of course the fame, several others have been done, and then of course Sami Nikolananda and the Gospel of Sri Ramakrishna. Sami Abedananda was the Gospel of Ramakrishna. Nikolananda is the Gospel of Sri Ramakrishna. Right. There was a little competition between them. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why they're publishing both the same book with some different titles. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. They have their own uh, lila between these great souls, <laughs> uh, two great souls with different personalities. <clears throat> but uh, uh, so think about that. Uh, what year was the gospel published? What's that? 1942. Right. So this is it's, uh, even in 1942 wasn't that long ago, but it was a long time ago. Right, a lot has happened. Right, America is, has happened. <laughs> right, and actually, a lot of happened. A lot of that happened is partially because of some Vivekananda, uh, uh, different yogic traditions, and the, and, and, and the yoga tradition, and the Kirtan tradition, Ayurvedic tradition, and Maharishi, and this, and you know, all the Hare Krishnas. All these things have come, and now we can say we can we can speak much more openly without fear of making it sound foreign, right, or foreign. Different. So, Swamiji, this is. Very respectful, Swami Nikolananda. You know, this book has been our foundation of our spiritual life, right? But he often the, the statements of Sri Ramakrishna are translated are translated in a way that sound that don't uh, that, that don't. Too sh I mean, you read it, it's still shocking because it's we're still lost in it, right? But in a way that can be it's easily understood, not as controversial. Everything Thakur says is controversial, so you write it in a way that's the least controversial in a certain sense, right? And so. One of the things that that we that's important is that that uh, is is the pronoun, right? Uh, uh, when we say uh, 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 give him a glass of water, or give her a glass of water, or put a glass of water near it, right? The he, she, or it. We have distinct pronouns for that, right, to describe like this. But in Bengali, in that sense, is there's one pronoun, and that's... Uh, it, uh, the respectful name is Tini. Tini. Sorry, my Bengali is non-existent. He's better at this. Right. So in Bengali, doesn't have a gendered pronoun in the same way. You know it by use. Right. If I'm pointing to him, if we know we're talking about Komalakanta, I says, please bring, bring... I wouldn't say it a glass of water. I could, but I'd be very disrespectful. Or her glass of water. We could do that too. Things are changing, right? That may be appropriate <laughs> as we change gender line. But actually, we we have we have we you know by the use, not just by context. But in Bengali, you know by context, right? So that was, that brings an interesting thing. When Sri Ramakrishna said God, right? And when he, and when he referred to God, what's the context, right? Now, of course, Sri Ramakrishna, we know God is not a man. God is not a woman, right? God is not an, uh, not in the, in the normal sense. But still, Sri Ramakrishna had a feeling towards God, right? You know, his, his, who was his God, right? We know, of course, he saw Ram as God, Krishna as God, Allah as God, Jesus as God. He had all these experiences, right? But actually, he even said, actually, even the avatar, even Krishna is an incarnation of Shakti. Thakur said that. What's the line? I didn't write these down today. It's only Shakti. Avatar itself is Shakti. Right, you know, uh, so even his description, even 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 Krishna is an incarnation of Shakti, right? There's a line that we should have written it down, but I mean, I shouldn't have brought it. I really did write it down, but I didn't bring it. There's a line in uh, Shankaracharya's commentary on Lita Trisati, the 300 names of Lalita, right? There's a name Kanta, means beautiful or dear, 
right? And Shankaracharya, the great Advaitin, his simple commentary, of course, even to Shankaracharya, his commentary, even Brahman is feminine in this particular, not in his normal commentary, but in his commentary on this text, Brahman. But his, his illustrating how Brahman is feminine, he says Krishna is the incarnation of, of Devi. Right? He says that when Adya Shakti Lalita, she sometimes becomes appears as a man, right? as Krishna, and playing his flute or her flute, she attracts the entire world. That's his commentary, right? So even Shankara, we usually don't think of like, like this, right? But because this, this text is not so well known, but it's considered authentic. It's a brilliant. Uh, 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 uh. But so Sri Krishna also, when he when he he was the devotee of Kali, his realizations came from the grace of Kali, right? In the in the heart of every religion, he saw Kali, right? He was a priest of Kali, right? And he was sitting. Most of these conversations happened on the steps in front of the Kali temple, right? You have to you have to put in position also, right? Of course, it's not just a limited Kali, as in, oh, it just had that black statue over there, some tribal goddess that got, got, in, got incorporated. What are the, the Wikipedia Kali is, the, the Hindu goddess of destruction, and you can see that she came from the, uh, the tribal traditions of, of the mountain regions, and then got reabsorbed. I mean, we can give an anthropologic, it's not the anthropomorphic Kali, or anthropologic Kali, right? You know, it's like his Kali is the one who, he worships Kali, is, his Kali is, is grand. It's the source of everything. It's, it's, a, it's the heart of every religion. That Kali appears in, as, a, as a teacher, or she's the one who gives all religion, right? And so, and, and so what, as soon as, it's a nice experiment to do, I suggest trying it. Just read, pick up the gospel, right? Because where, whenever it says he, just say she, right? Just as an experiment, right? Immediately it changes, the sweetness changes, right? Because it's not just a Vedic realization or the powerful God, it's intimate, right? It's, it's not an it. It's it real. It becomes it's it's it's, a, it's not just even you. It's most intimate, right? Takwar said it. She's your own mother, not your stepmother. Not even that separate. Your own mother, right? The most intimate relationship we have in the human in the human field is our mother, right? It's changing too, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> at least theoretically, right? Uh, um, uh, uh, so you, you, uh, all of a sudden the, the sweetness changes, right? Not that everybody who heard him thought that, right? Maybe people who heard they think when they say when they say, but also what talk? So so actually, what word did some? Of course, sometimes talkers talking about kali, kali worship of kali is this, and then you know that he that the 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 the, the uh, 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 it means he's referring. It has to be she, right? Right. And of course, if you were to translate, you know, Krishna says in the Gita, you'd also use he, obviously, right? But even that Thakur described is actually she. But we, in a, in a certain sense, we are uh, we're not as uh, our language is not evolved. We have our gendered pronoun gets in the way of so many things, right? Right. Uh, we consider uh, Bengali in this sense to be a more advanced uh, 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 language. Uh, uh, anyway, we'll read a few examples of this. So when Thakur says sometimes, so what when 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 in the gospel Thakur says, uh, uh, God has become all this, or uh, think of God and don't uh, and do uh, uh, with one hand hold on to God, the other hand hold on to the work of the world. You know that the word God is there, and so you have to in Bengali what word is being used? I can't pronounce Bengali well, but in Sanskrit it uses I usually uses Ishwara, right? In, in Bengali it's Ishu Ishu Ishu. ishu, 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 ishu. My tongue is not, forgive me, my tongue is not there. Right? Uh, he uses Ishwara, ish, ish, which means, which is a classical name for God, means the controller, the Lord, 
has these type of meanings. Or sometimes he uses the word Bhagavan. Bhagavan means the one who possesses power, right? The, uh, in the in the Padma Purana, Bhagavan is described one who's who has power, has knowledge, enunciation, wisdom, beauty, strength. These one who has all these glorious qualities that we attribute. We all have small amount. Bhagavan is the one who has all of them full up and full. That's the definition of Bhagavan, right? So these are two classical names for God, right? Usually he uses Ishwar, and occasionally Bhagavan, right? But but then uh, so we say oh, and so we if we want to match. By context, Ishwara is masculine, therefore we should say he, right? But Ishwara was just generally God. Even the, in the introduction of the, uh, uh, the gospel, Swami Nikolananda says he has a chapter or a subsetting, God is mother. We, even, we don't say goddess is mother, right? We say Ish, we'd say that in Bengali, Ishwara as, as Mata, or something like this, right? You know, it's like Amba, you know, it's like we, we, we can say that the term God actually is, is not... Our problem is that we, we assume a masculine gender and then we specialize it by saying goddess. So that we say man for mankind, but man's also the male body and woman is a man with a womb. So we can extend like that, right? Right. So in the similar Ishwara's in Takwar's lexicon, Ishwara simply means God, not not God is He, and not necessarily Goddess. Goddess is very specific. That's the Indigenous anthropology right, into this particular thing, right? So there's a scene at the let's see here. Where is it? Yeah, I'm going to skip. I'm skipping the order a little bit. Uh, uh, at the end of the of the first, at the end of the whole book of the gospel, and the fir- end of the first volume in Bengali, Kathamrita, uh, um, Sri Ramakrishna's final illness. He's talking to Doctor Sakar. Sakar or Shak- Sakar? I went to his house. Very nice, interesting. Not inside, but I knocked on the door. Pranam <laughs> the house. Uh, uh, but and, and this and the conversations with Dr. Sakar are very fascinating. He's a quite quite a character. He was he was a lively, extremely lively character, right? And 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 Swamiji and M and there I mean the arguments and the deba- the arguments and debates and all kinds of things, right? It's very interesting. But at one point, Dr. Sakar he says he makes some he makes a statement. Oh, what is it? Uh, again, again talked again. This is a one seventeen two in the in the first volume. Again, the talk turns to Paramahansa Dev to talk to Ramakrishna. Doctor, I see that he, Paramahansa Dev, Sri Ramakrishna, is a uh, worshipper of Kali. This uh, 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 Kali Upasak. Right? The classic, this is a classic term. Like, I'm a Kali Upasak. I worship Kali. Right? A, by, by initiation, by practices, this is a, 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 there's a, a Sri Vidya Upasak. One who, who's initiated and worships Sri Vidya is called the Sri Vidya Upasak. This is a very specific term, right? So he's a worshiper of the goddess Kali, right? I mean, that's a Hindu sect. He's initiated a particular mantra, a particular vidya, right? right? So that's a very, oh, that's true. He's a worshiper of Kali. He's a Kali Pasek. But immediately, in, by this, con- this conversation, M and Swamiji, they begin to argue or try to clarify this idea. Not the, uh, 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 Master. Here, a Master refers to M, uh, Master Mahasha, a school teacher. He says, and this is in bold. This is another thing in the original, right? He bolds certain things to mean to make sure you get, you know. Sometimes you look in you look in a paragraph. What's the point? First, you find the point, and then you and you and you you find the subject, and then you look how it, how 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 everything points to how you this is how you do a, a analysis of Sanskrit text. You find the subject and the point, and you see all the examples for it. So uh, M gives you the point in any sentence or in any paragraph by bolding it, right? Something that's lost in the in the gospel, but in the original, it's, he's making it really clear. For him, this is bolded. Kali means something different, right? 
The point is not what Kali means. It's that Kali means something. It's not just that he's a worshiper of the Hindu goddess, the Hindu goddess of destruction, right? Or the Hindu goddess of uh, who is the angry form of Parvati, or whatever you can fill in the blank of what Kali is, right? Right? He says, then, he, then this part's not, that's the important part. It's not, what you think is not that, right? No. So, uh, the, the opposite. So actually, one of the terms in Sanskrit for not that means para. It transcends that. It's beyond that. It's different than that, right? So he says, the one the Vedas call para-Brahman. The one, the one that the Vedas, that's mentioned the Vedas, Nupanachas, as, as the supreme Brahman, the absolute, right? Is the one he calls Kali. When he says, when he, so when he says Kali, he means Brahman. And when he means when he says Brahman, he's also talking about Kali. It's just an aspect of Kali, the Brahman aspect of Kali, right? The one the Muslims call Allah, the one whom the Christians call God, probably Ishwara there. I was like, he used the word God. He means God. God. He said, he said, he says in English, God. The one who's the one the, the Christians call God, right? Is the one he calls Kali. He doesn't see many gods, as in Durga, Kali, Shiva. Uh, uh, Parvati, Krishna, Vishnu. He doesn't see many gods. He sees one. The one the ancient Brahmagyanis, this is the Upanishadic Rishis, call Brahman. The one the yogis call Atman. And the one whom the Bhaktas call Bhagavan is the one Paramahansadev, Sri Ramakrishna, calls Kali. In the first uh, section of the Srimad Bhagavatam, He's, this is a direct, I think it's a direct footnote should be done as a reference of the Bhagavatam, where it uh, is describing the glory of Krishna in, in, in 18,000 verses, right? One of the openings says that the, the abs- those who know the truth, the knowers, the ones who know, who realize the, 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 the second to none truth, the non-dual truth, right? They say that the truth can be known as Brahman, as Paramatman, here it says Atman, and as Bhagavan. Right, so the one aspect as the impersonal ground of being, Brahman, the Paramatman, which is the soul within that yogis try to find by stealing the mind and going internally by the control of the mind and, and the body and the senses, and the one the devotees call out to when they're worshiping God, the personal God, or the, the, the object of devotion. Right, that's a, that, that's a verse in the, in, in the, in the uh, Bhagavatam. This is almost an identical statement. The one, the, that one, that non-dual reality, which is called Brahman by the by Brahmaganis, by Atman or Paramatman by the yogis, and Bhagavan by the Bhakta, by the devotees, that one he calls Kali. So when he says Kali, he means God. He means Brahman. He means he means uh, Atman. He means the self. He means Kali is the self. Kali is God, Ishvara, Bhagavan, and Kali is the non-dual Brahman. Right? This is a very big idea. Right, so with it, so this is the uh, 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 this is M's conclusion at the end, end of the first volume, right? He's making a point, bold, the equivalent of underlined and highlighted, bold. That's what they, the way he used it, right? Right. In M's uh, in M's second visit to Sri Ramakrishna, right? The first one is the the second visit is where he had his, you know, the the argument. Where Sri Ramakrishna smashed his ego again and again, right? One of the things, one of the first, it was like, "Are you married? Do you have children?" And each one he was, but then Sri Ramakrishna asked a very uh, uh, seemingly simple question. So, do you like uh, uses nirakara sakara? Do you do you believe God is nirakara or sakara? That means with attributes or with form or formless, 
Right. Now that's a very simple. Do you prefer? We we always ask you a devotee. Do you like Brahman like that? And, but and, and for starters, Emmy immediately thought this was already a strange question, right? Because by 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 Aristotelian, right? Something. Once I say it wrong, I can't. I, my tongue won't say it right. So <laughs> I just stop unless <laughs> I look up at him or somebody else or him or whatever. But like that, what? Uh, then it's um, uh, something is either this or that, not this and that. Right, and not this. Like, which one do you prefer? Right, you, which, take your choice. Right, he already he thought this was a very strange thing to say. Right, then he says, can a white can can mil, a white, milk something that's white like milk not be white? Right, you know, uh, in Aristotle logic, he says, uh, yay is yay, nay is nay. Right, a door is either open or closed, not both open and closed. Right, half open is open. <laughs> not closed, mean not closed. Right. So this is the way he was coming from the very Western perspective, but also because of his Western perspective that this, this gods and goddesses. He he went and he saw the temples the day before, or a couple of days before. This is out of pious. He's a pious Hindu in many sense, but he's also a modern, educated person. He says, "No, nirakar, that appeals to me, sir." Right, formless. And Thakur says, "Oh, very good. Right, but don't think you're that could that could do fine. But don't think that that alone is real. That alone is true." Sakara, form, God with form or with attributes, is also true. It's a big shock, right? <clears throat> and then Sri Ramakrishna, uh, 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 then he says, yes, but, but then he, this is his argument, right? He steps forward in, I think, his final or near final argument. This is his final, actual final. He says it's his first and last. His first and final argument. This is, this is the argument. This is M's argument with Sri Ramakrishna, right? He says, but, right? That's okay. The ignorant people can think that they're worshiping God when they're worshiping like an image. But you should explain to them. It should be taught, right? That when they're bowing or worshiping in front of a statue, a clay image, right? It's not the clay image that they're worshiping, but they should remember it's God they're worshiping. Right? This is the, the, like, this is, you know, ignorant people, they sometimes think like this, but we should teach them properly. And then M, then, then Takwar then smashes them, right? He says, well, that's the that's thing with you, Calcutta people, giving lectures to everybody. Who's going to tell you anything? Do you have devotion? Do you have knowledge? Do you have renunciation? What do you know? And then he says, you have no room in your bed and you're inviting people to sleep in your bed. You know, all these kind of funny things, but, you know, very, very shocking. But then, so, so M goes, just, but he's not, what's the word? Uh, um, um, uh, uh, what's the uh, image of clay? Oh. Mati Pratima. That's right. He says, he's not Mati Pratima, but God's not a clay image. Right. This is a, but that's his final. This is actually his final argument. But God's not clay, an image made of clay. Right. But in way. No, is it? I think it's mati in this sense. I think. You have it, or you don't have it. You have it. He has it. Anyway, but is it a clay? That's the thing. Is it clay? Right. And he goes, why clay? I'm telling you without reading this. I should read it first. You were talking about worshiping clay images, even if it is clay. There is a purpose in that worship. Oh, and then he says, oh, it's, it's um, um, uh, uh, um, Chaitanya Pratima. Hmm? Chinmoyi. Chinmoyi Pratima. He's that right there. Forgive me, I don't have that in front of me. It's not a Mati Pratima, it's Chinmoyi. She's an image of consciousness. Right? And then, so that's the thing. Like, when you're worshiping, that image is not clay, it's consciousness itself. Right? But then he says, but even if it is clay, even if people think it's clay, what's the problem? Why are you worrying yourself with it? Correcting people's view like this, right? You were talking about worshiping clay images. Even if it is clay, there is a purpose in that worship. And then, this is, uh, uh, I'm changing what in the gospel would it be, it's a different translation, but it would be, uh, instead of he, we're changing to she. To give the experience, when you change it to she, it changes its meaning. God herself, 
has provided various forms of worship. The, the one whose world this is, she's made all these. They are all, they are, they are, there are differences in ability. Right? So here's the first time we can see, why should we use she here? Right? It's her world. She's made all these forms of worship, including the worship of clay images. Right? All the different religions she's made. Why? So you say, oh, no, that's because the word he uses is zishwa. That's masculine. This is a masculine uh, uh, noun. Therefore, the, the pronoun has to, has to point, has to, be, has to be he. But then immediately his example, and I, we'll find this in almost every case, maybe every case, so far as every case we, we've discovered, right? Where Takwar is describing Ishwara, the example is always that of a mother. Right? So it's also put you, you have to put it in position. He's, of course, he's in the Kali temple, the Kali devotee, in the shadow of the Kali temple, right? And, and speaking of his own realizations, right? But then his example, what's his example? A mother has five children. Some fishes come into the house. The mother makes various types of fish dishes according to each one's stomach. For one, she makes fish with rice. For another, sweet and sour fish. Fish stir-fry, fish fries. She's made all of these. For me, she'll make gluten fish. No problem. <laughs> okay. 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 The things, you know, she, she, mother is very kind even to me. I can't eat fish. A mother, uh, uh, according to what each one likes, according to the digestive of each one's stomach. Understand? And, and then M, yes, sir. Right? So it's like, so he's, even he's, he's saying, Ishwara has made all these ways. Right? And then it illustrate the point. A mother has brought, there's fishes coming. So the examples are always, not only like, oh, truth is one, like, no, it's your own mother has made, just like, just like your earthy mother makes one dish to suit all of her children. Right? To think of it, so it, it makes it infinitely more in, intimate. Right? The awesome power, the overwhelming reality of God. Right, but we can immediately understand it. She herself is hand feeding all the different religions themselves. Our religious ideals are her hand feeding according to what people want, what people can handle. So what they can digest, but also what they like. Right? You know. So, you know. Now, I mean, growing up, I think it's like you don't like my mom would always say, "This isn't. This isn't a. This isn't a." Well, the, you can have it your way. I forget which hamburger joint had this term. It's like it's not. This is not the. You know, if you don't like it, the thing is like you can't have it your way. What I made you eat, right? Or you have peanut butter and jelly. Those are only other options. <laughs> so, but I also also love you. But also, I remember that's my loving mother trying to train me not to be finicky. <laughs> the different mother idea, perhaps, right? But anyways, as a result, I, I, ate, I ate almost anything, right? Do you understand? Yes, yes sir. Right. Very, very beautiful. Right. So this is just this is just one example. You can go you can experiment at home. Right. Open the gospel and just start reading. And when it says she, even if it's God, God and he uses uses she or her, and not only it becomes sweet and intimate, but it changes. Even the meaning will change. You'll get nuances that you would, that you wouldn't have thought of because we don't think this way. Right. You know, uh, we don't think of God as mother. Right. Right. Last night we were reading in the in Bhakti Yoga, Swamiji is talking about this Vatsalya Bhav, that of God as a child. Right. He says, actually, in Christianity we have the Vatsalya but we have the idea of God as child, and the infant Jesus. Right. But people don't think, oh, like, like in Krishna, in the, in the Krishna Bhava, people worship, they think, oh, I'm Mother Yashoda, and I'm taking care of Krishna. Right. We know, oh, God has become a child, and we, we, we bow at, and we worship at the manger scene. Right. But we don't think, I'm Mother Mary. Right. But Swamiji said, actually, this would be very good for the Western countries, right? Because, because then, then, because the mirror of that, we're talking about, that the, the, the reflection of that is that of child to mother, 
right? Which where he says that's that's a crying need of of the West. He says that in the almost the last, the last little subsection, the last little subsection of the of the um, uh, 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 in Bhakti Yoga, the beautiful thing that we that by developing this idea that we're God's mother, we can develop. By, we don't we don't even know what that we don't even know what God, what it is to be God's that God's our mother. What to speak of us, God God's mother. That's another you know it's a different different talk. How are we doing on time? Probably. Uh, um, there's another, uh, like, say, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, in conclusion, <laughs> no. so, uh, so this is, this, is, this is an example of this intimacy. Of, 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 um, uh, I'm going to read it. Uh, so, there's a, there's a, in the, in the, in the, um, is the book right? Was Keshav Sen the third, the third chapter? Second chapter, the second chapter, the, Kutamana, the original Kutamana, now it's under, you can see it in the book, right, of uh, Keshav Sen in the Gospel, right? There's an incredible conversation, right? The scene, of course, we know that, that uh, Keshav came with, his, with a boat full, literally a, a steamer boat, a big, like, generality type, type steamer boat, right? Came with a, 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 was owned by his son-in-law, who was a local king, right? A very rich man, he inherited, a, a, he used his uh, um, connections and brought a, basically, a, like a, Huge boat full of Brahma Samaj leaders, right? To and to pick up Sri Ramakrishna to go for a boat ride. Everybody's very excited to meet Sri Ramakrishna, but there was a little bit of tension that day because uh, Vijay Krishna Goswami was visiting uh, Sri Ramakrishna, and Vijay Krishna Goswami and Keshav Sen had a big fight, a big public break breakup, right? Uh, and they were preaching against each other, and all of a sudden, oh, come with me. Uh, there was a little tension, Thakur breaks the tension, and there's some very amusing but very powerful statements, and the whole conversation is incredible, right? But in the middle of this conversation, there's also some very important um, philosophical points about Kali, about Shakta, about Shakti, and about this idea of God, Brahman, Ishwara, Brahman, Bhagavan, and Atman all being Kali, or this seen as mother. So in, in, in the original Kutamrita, M, especially in the first couple of volumes, he doesn't continue throughout, he, at the beginning of most chapters, he puts a quote, usually from the Gita, right, that he says, that's actually very interesting because then you see what he's taken, this whole conversation illustrates this one point of the Gita. But in this one, he, he breaks the normal habit of Gita verses and he does something from the Tantra, Mahanirvana Tantra, mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, uh, verse 15. Right, the translation of that is you are, so this is not, Thakur's not saying, this is M making, this is the point. So this is interesting. M is himself, because M was also, we weren't there, right? We don't know how to, I can say something and mean something totally different. If you take, if you write down my words and when you're there, you know what I mean by it, right? You know, uh, uh, so M was there, so he knew the way it was taken by those present, including him. He was the one destined to write, write these things. So when he's, he's trying, so even his, his, um, uh, his titles, which are, which are not in the, in the gospel, Right. They also tell you what's, what's being spoken about there. And then these verses illustrate, are trying to illustrate that, what points being illustrated. You are the subtle and you are the gross. O Mother, you, O Mother, are manifested as well as unmanifest. You are, in other words, you are formless or formless form. You are with qualities, without qualities. You are manifesting as the world and the, and, and, and the, and the ground of being. Right? Who is able to know you? Right, what you are. Another, see, Sri Ramakrishna also said when he, in that first conversation with them, he said that uh, God is both with form and formless, or with qualities and without qualities. That was he said something crazy. He says, and he's many, he, or he, see, and she's many other things as well. 
right? Because form, form, these are all even the infinite being and an infinitesimal brain trying to comprehend infinite, infinite being is going to be some problem, right? This is why we should always we should always look at absolute statements about the infinite being by infinitesimal person, as with some suspicion, right? Uh, Sri Ramakrishna described it as like a mountain of sugar, right? And and, and when ant goes and takes a few grains of sugar in his mouth, a few and puts a few on his back, and goes off thinking, tomorrow I'll come and get the rest, right? It's like a few drop, a few grains of sugar is sufficient, right? He says, and then he, Sri Ramakrishna says, even the great rishis, like Sukadev, right? Shankaracharya, Dattatreya, people like these are the supreme knowers of Brahman, the ones who founded the non-dualistic tradition, they were at best begins. Even they only understood a fraction of what Brahman is really like. So even this one says, you are form, you are, you are, you are, you are the manifest and the unmanifest. You are Ishvara and you are, you are Brahman, right? And you are many, but what you are can't be known. Who, who, who can, what can we say about you? And so then Swamiji's, uh, M's original title for this chapter, right? Harmony of Vedas and Tantras. Right? By Vedas we mean Vedanta here, not Veda, not Karmakanda, by uh, Upanishadic Vedanta and the Tantras. And glory, and then another part of the subtitle, Glory of Adya Shakti, the primordial power. So we'll read a little bit. <clears throat> Meanwhile, the steamer was moving towards Calcutta. Inside the cabin, those having darshan of Sri Ramakrishna and listening to his nectar-filled words were unaware as to whether or not the ship was moving. When a bee sits on a flower, does it buzz anymore? Gradually, the vessel left Dakshin ashore behind. The picture of the beautiful temple was out of sight. The boat wheel kept churning up the blue-tinged waters of the Ganga into roaring, frothing waves. That roar no longer reached the ears of the devotees. They are captivated, watching an extraordinary yogi with a smiling face, full of bliss, eyes colored in the hue of divine love, handsome. They are captivated, watching that all-renouncing, affectionate Vairagi. Vairagi means renunciant. Right, austere, austere, but affectionate Vairagi. You're talking about Lokeshwarananda, Bhuteshananda. They were affectionate Vairagis. So much love and affection, yet completely renouncing. They're, they were captivated watching that all renouncing, affectionate Vairagi. Besides God, he knows nothing else. Meanwhile, Thakur's uh, talk is going on. Sri Ramakrishna. Followers of Vedanta and Brahmagyani say, that creation, preservation, and destruction, living beings and the world, all of this is Shakti's play. So this is the, the, the followers of Vedanta, the Vedanta tradition, all this is Shakti, this is all Shakti, this is not Brahman. It's, it's the manifestation of Brahman, perhaps. But one of the qualities, and this is a prejudice we have, this is not a prejudice, this is actually a technique, this is a, 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 a sadhana technique, is you see what is changing, we're looking for the change, it's not the changing. So we reject, reject the changing. We're looking for the object, subject, not the object, we reject the object. We're looking for the subtle, not the gross, we reject the gross. Right? You can see, oh, this is, so this is the whole world of Maya, the whole world of Shakti. This is Shakti, right? But it's not real, right? It, eventually, we have to be given up, has to be gotten rid of, right? That, that's a general, this is a sadhana in order to train our mind, right? So follow up with that. If you go on reasoning, all this is like a dream. Brahman alone is the reality, all else is unreal. Even Shakti is like a dream. Unreal. This is the position of Vedanta. But reason a thousand times, if you don't become established in samadhi, going beyond Shakti's realm, is impossible. Even I am meditating, I am contemplating, all this is in Shakti's realm. Even though I am contemplating on Brahman, that's also Shakti. Within Shakti's splendor. 
this is interesting, but this is a beautiful thing. It's like Shakti, of course, here we know Shakti means not just an impersonal. In Vedanta, it could be just the, the unreal compared to the real. Right? In Thakur's Vedanta, this is her energy. It's her, I could use the word splendor, Ashwarya, right? her glory. Right? That means this world of name and form. Right? This is, sure, it's, it's observed, not the observer. Right, you could say like that. It, it, from our experience, it's it's changing, not the unchanging. It's gross, not the subtle. It's it's you know you you can use all those standards of of, of Vedantic reasoning and and and, content and and renunciation, but what is it? It's 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 her splendor, right? The beautiful thing that this world is God's splendor, right? Swamiji, we read last night in the Bhakti Yoga, he says that that the in, the infinite writing in the language of the finite. That's the world. Somebody use brilliant language, I think. The infinite is expressing in the fi- as finite. That's the word. That's the, the, the bhaktas of the world. <clears throat> That's why Brahman and Shakti are non-different. <clears throat> if you accept one, you also have to accept the other. It's like fire and its burning power. If you accept fire, you have to accept its burning power. Without its burning power, you can't think of fire. Also, without fire, you can't think of its burning power. Without the sun, you can't think of the sun's rays. Without the sun rays, you can't think of the sun. What is milk like? Oh, it's white. Without white milk, you cannot think of milk's whiteness. And without milk's whiteness, you cannot think of milk. So this is the chakra. He uses this many, many times. These examples, right? Is that of Brahman and Shakti, right? Uh, 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 that is uh, that you can't. There are two sides of the same coin, right? So we can think, but the problem is that sometimes in our in 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 in. Uh, if we're not careful, right, we can think, oh, that one, two sides of the same coin means there's a coin. One side is seen this way, and one side is not. Not one is real, and the other is unreal. They're both real. They're both part of the same reality. Not that Brahman... Sri Ramakrishna also said, in the beginning, we think Brahman alone is real, the world is not real. But then he says, but that's a, because that's the process of trying to find the real, the, change, the unchanged in the midst of the changing. But then, then he says, when you realize, then one realizes that Brahman has become all this. And then, he, then one realizes this is the same two sides of the same coin. This world and, and, and the absolute are, are the same side, are the same, are part of the same reality. What is that reality? Right? Sri Ramakrishna, we just heard, Sri Ramakrishna called that reality Kali. To him it was Kali. The one that's Brahman and the one that's Shakti is both called Kali. The coin is something or someone. Right? So you can't think of Shakti without Brahman or a Brahman without Shakti. You can't think of Lila without Nitya and without, and, or of Nitya without Lila. Now this is a term Thakur uses in many different places, but here it's an M, M actually defines, he uses in English I think, right? He, he defines it in English. When he says Nitya, he gives the English translation in parentheses. So it's, it has many levels, but it's what, what M means, what, what M understood Thakur's meaning here. Nitya, he says, the relative phenomenal world, right, right, and Lila is uh, the absolute, right. So opposite. opposite. Sorry, what did I, what did I say? Nitya is the eternal. Thank you. You can't think of the, of the Lila, the relative phenomenal world, without the Nitya, the absolute. Thank you. Or the Nitya without the Lila, right. So this, so we can't think. So the 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 absolute realm, whatever that means, that the one that's beyond beyond ability to think even that, right. Or the manifested world, the material world, right? Which, but also the choice, lila. Lila means play, expression, right? It's 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 so, so he, he used a word here very very very. I mean, it's it's a, a 
consciously chosen, I believe, right? Right. It's like the, the, this relative world is the play of of of, of 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 reality, but and and the absolute world beyond this play is also an aspect of the of the reality, right? <coughs> the primordial power adya shakti is full of play, full of lila mai. I think right. The primordial power is lila mai. She is creating, preserving, and destroying. Her name is, and in, in, and then he bold Kali, right? So that the one who's that one who's Brahman and the one that's plain, the one who creates, sustains, and destroys. So we have a mantra. The Thakur, when Thakur did his worship of Holy Mother, he ended it with the three. We do Saromangala Mangalye. You know, we all know this mantra, right? And one of them is Trististiti Vinashanam Shakti Bhute Sanatani, right? That means that you are the power, a Tristist. Strististiti vinashnam, of creating, sustaining, and destroying, and you are sanati. You, and so you are the power. This is, who's this is the, in the chandi? Thakur uses this verse, and it's in the chandi. We're praying to the divine mother, right? Uh, to the to Laja Shakti, right? You are the power that creates, sustains, and destroys. Another way of saying that you are the power of Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, right? You are, so even Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, she's the power that, that, that does it, and she's also sanatani. She's the unchanging, eternal Brahman. Tanatana refers to the one that doesn't do anything. And Thakur says sometimes, when I think of God doing this, or I think of not doing this, these, in this mantra, that mantra is almost point for point at this point. You're, you are doing all these, and you don't do anything. You are Sanatana, the eternal beyond time, beyond manifestation. So even that, you see, actually... One, one person, a little bit sectarian person, of a, uh, was challenging. He said, what if Sri Ramakrishna, what if, if Sri Ramakrishna says something different than the scriptures, what would, you, what would you do? Right, well, I have to admit, I'm a good fanatic of Sri Ramakrishna, then I reject the scriptures, Sri Ramakrishna is right. You know? <laughs> but so far, he's never said anything against the scriptures. Maybe against a particular, but you know, another scripture. Everything he said, you can also find in the scriptures. Right, it was new, but now we know, the, we know where the emphasis lies. Even that verse was unclear. It's perfectly described by this. They are the same thing. Oh, sorry. Uh, her, uh, the primordial power, Ajashakti, is full of play. She is creating, preserving, and destroying. Her name is Kali. And this is also bold. Kali herself is Brahman. Brahman itself is Kali. Exclamation point. This is the, the point of this whole conversation. Brahman and Kali are the same. Right? It's not that Kali is... is, 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 is uh, uh, we'll, 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 we'll continue. They're, they're the same thing. When she's inactive, not creating, preserving, and destroying, or doing any work, not right? When I think of just this idea, I call it Brahman. When I think of the Sanatani, the, the when I think of, 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 of when I think of her as not doing anything, then I call it Brahman. When she's doing all this, then I call her Kali. I call her Shakti. So, in there's many ways you can translate even this type of thing. You can also, let's say, because we're assuming Brahman is a reality beyond male, beyond female, like this, right? So let's assume it's being talked about Brahman, right? That when Brahman is inactive, we call it Brahman. And when Brahman is active, we call it Kali. You can say that, that's, that's a philosophical, you can say it like that, right? But is that what he's saying? Right, he's not saying that Brahman is like one. Actually, then he says they're very interesting here. Uh, 
like it's not different. I call it the one and same. They're the same thing. And she's inactive, not creating, preserving, destroying, or doing any work. When I think of just this idea, I call her Brahman. When she's doing all this, then I call her Kali. I call her Shakti, the one and the same person. Or uses Vyakti, Vyakti, right? And in the previous section of the same, I didn't have it here, but the previous turn the page a few half a page earlier. He describes what Vyakti means exactly. Vyakti, Vyakti means person, right? In, in the sense, but M makes it really clear what he means. He puts a parenthesis in English, personal God, right? You know, so that the same personal God that he calls Kali, that he relates intimately, not abstractly, philosophically, right? When it's inactive, we call it, we call her, the Vyakti, the same person, the one he worships, the one who revealed everything, taught him everything, calls her Brahman. And when she's active, we call her Kali, or Shakti, right? This Vyapti is very important. Thakur himself defines, he himself uses the word, and M is, he's going through making sure it's not misunderstood, because this is a revolutionary idea. Brahman and Shakti, that, that idea is already there. Very, but, uh, you know, you've heard it said, but I say unto thee, this is something a new, we should also, this is an interesting thing, one, Shuris Chakrabarti was a great Bengali saint, uh, disciple of a uh, disciple of Holy Mother, householder like, but he, he, he said, I spent 40 years reading the Tamanita and chanting Thakur's mantra, right? Looking, he says, we be, if Thakur is who we think he is, right? You know, we believe he's God incarnate, right? The greatest incarnation, the complete, the Purna avatar, the embodiment of all gods and goddesses. Why did he come? Right? So, so we can say, oh, to, to teach that the Brahman is the only reality and Shakti is unreal. That may be true. Maybe he did say it like that. But that's been said already. Did God have to come himself to say what's already been written? Right? Does God, you know, or, to, or, or, you know, it's like you have to think. So you have to think. So, so he said what I began to do after 40 years of study. Right? I've, I, my problem is I'm, we're, we're bold to do this after 20 minutes of study. So please forgive us. <laughs> Comparatively, right? Right. Uh, he, he says, I'm looking for things that have never been said. What's novel? There's a great line. Uh, there's a, a disciple of a Vedananda named Satchananda uh, de Thakur. Right? He says that Thakur was all in previous incarnations and saints and prophets and avatars, right? Plus something extra. That was the way he says, very nice thing. He's all that, plus we find something unique. So that unique thing is we should. It's not just, he didn't, I mean, Nishingadev was all that, plus, some, plus a, a, a lion's head. This is not like that. What's Thakur's lion head? These are things that have never been said. Maybe they've been said, but the, we haven't, not in this way. This is the message of Sri Ramakrishna, his, his universality of religion. This is where it's coming from. The one thing, when she's doing all this, I call her Kali. I call her Shakti, the one and the same person, capital P. The name and form are different. Names and forms are different, the same person. And then he gives one of his classic examples. He always makes a big point like this. Taka always gives a simple, understand example, but tremendous. He's simple. Not only the most complicated philosophical dilemmas are answered in it's a one set, one sentence, one story, and huge and 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 five thousand years of religious conflict can be removed in in this one story. You know, this is one of those things. It is like jaw, water, and pani. He uses the word he even said the word water, right? You know, jaw, water, and pani. Right. So, uh, so Jal is in in uh, 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 Bengali, no, and Pani is in Hindi or Urdu, right? And water we know is English, right? At one pond there are three or four ghats. These are there's a square uh, pond or tank. I, uh, 
pond and tank aren't really good, but you know, you probably, there's these public, and there's steps called ghats, so people go down to get water or bathe or something like that, right? At one ghat, Hindus drink water, they call it jal. At another ghat, Muslims drink water, they call it pani. At another ghat, the English drink water, they call it water. The, these three are one. Other places he takes the same, he adds a fourth ghat that Muslims call it, and they call it something, you know. No, uh, what's the other one? Uh, aqua. Well, he even uses aqua. He uses agua. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. In this one, because he, he only mentioned three of the four gods, but in other places he mentioned the fourth god. So that's helpful for me. I grew up calling it agua also. I'm going, I'm left out of this. Sharmakrish is not, they can't speak to me directly. And he speaks even to me directly. He's a Mexican Swami from, I was born just a few miles over the border over there in Tijuana. So. Uh, they call it water. They're, the three are one. They're all drinking the same water, right? The difference is only in name. This is an example of the same person being re related to, right? Some are calling, and we're using the word her here, rather than it, because really it's, it's referring to the vyapti, the vyapti, the person, right? So, and, we use, and which person? He's already, he's already established. If you, and this is a little bit textual analysis a little bit. How do we, come, how do we how to fill in exactly what's, how, how do we say it in English? Right. Some are calling her, meaning Kali, his Kali, who is Brahman, Bhagavan, Ishwara, Paramatman, right, and everything. Some are calling her Allah, some God. Some are calling her Brahman, some, some Kali. You know, he called her Kali. Right? Some are calling her Rama, Hari, Jesus, Durga. Right? And then, so... Another thing to add to, to defending the she or the her, right? Because we're really encouraged you begin to read it this way and change. You'll get nuances that, 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 that haven't been said before, that you've never noticed before. Right? It's all there. I mean, it's as perfect as it is, but you go deeper and more intimate into, into the heart of this, right? But Keshav, the very next thing Keshav asks, Keshav, Keshav Sen, right? Is not, oh, tell me the way Brahman can be realized. He says, the next thing, uh, uh, Keshav, how many ways is Kali playing? Right. Please say some words about that. Right. So immediately the first, the, the next question. So he also understood. These are these are textual clues. He understood. He's talking about his. He's talking about how he sees the Divine Mother. She's Brahman. She's Allah. She's become and she's become. She's presented these Allah, Jesus, Kali, Brahman. All these things are ways that the mother has fed her children, you know, according to their ability. That power and according to what they like, right? To other places, Dr. said God has created all God Himself or herself. See, I do it again. God herself. God herself. Has, I'm, a, I'm a very bad child. You don't respect your mother, so we call that a very bad child. Yeah. It's, it's really stupid because you know, mom. You can get away more with mom, you know. But you should get get better at this, you know. Uh, uh, God herself. Uh, 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 forgot my point. Okay, we'll go back to that, maybe, uh, if I can remember it. Uh, so then, I mean, maybe because the time is not there, I'll skip the next thing. And then Swami Krita starts talking about Kali directly, right? Oh, she's Smashan Kali, Rakta Kali, um, Shama Kali, all these different forms, and she's worshipped like this. And I thought, something I should read, because there's an important point, some theological point here. She's playing, oh, Swami Krishna smiling. Oh, she's playing in various ways. She herself is Mahakali, Nitya Kali, Smashan Kali, Raksha Kali, Shama Kali. Right? There's mention of Mahakali and Nitya Kali in the Tantras, back when creation hadn't even happened yet. 
There was no moon, sun, or planets. Earth, dense darkness. Then there was only Maha, formless Mahakali. So we think we, we would describe that philosophically as Brahman before anything, before matter. There, that Brahman is Mahakali, only the Supreme Mother, the womb of consciousness, right? Existing with Mahakala. Right? Shamakali, the mood is quite mostly gentle. She who gives boons and fearlessness. Vada, Paya, Daini. Householders worship her in the home. So this is the one we worship at Dakshinishwar, the way we worship at Kali Mandir, called Shamakali. Household, uh, when there's an epidemic, a famine, an earthquake, a deluge, or a drought, Rakshakali is to be worshipped. Right, there's another form, right? And then Smashankali, the goddess of the cremation ground, is an image of destruction. She resides in the cremation ground with corpses, jackals, dakinis, and yoginis. Right? Blood streaming, streaming in a garland of heads around her neck, a girdle of human arms around her waist. When, so this is, this is Smashankali. But then he starts talking. When the universe is destroyed, there is, there is the great dissolution, Mahapralaya. Then Ma gathers up, gathers up and keeps all seeds of creation. Right? So he, she gathers everything of creation in seed form. She holds it in her womb until the next creation. Right? This is Thakur's description. Just as the housewife has pot, a pot of rags and scraps, and all that pot, and in that uh, and, and in that pot, the house the housewife keeps five different kinds of things. Keshav and everyone laugh, smiling. Oh yes, housewife had that type of pot. Inside, there are foam, indigo pellets, little tied bundles of cucumber seeds, pumpkin seeds, lao seeds. They keep all these. And when the, when, the need, when the need for them, they take them out. After creation is destroyed, Ma, she who is full of Brahman, now he uses this word, Brahma Moi. Ma, the one who is Brahman. Who hold, it's not even as Brahman. She holds Brahman. Right? You know, it's like, you know, so it's like Brahman is one of the things that she has. Right, the one who is Brahma Moi gathers up and keeps all those seeds. After creation, the Adya Shakti, so, oh, sorry, uh, uh, after creation is destroyed, Ma, she who is full of Brahman, gathers up and keeps all those seeds. After creation, the Adya Shakti, bold, lives inside the universe. She brings the universe out and then she lives inside the universe. This is another, uh, um, in that same Sristi Siti Vinashanam, Shakti Bhute Sanatani. Gunashraye Gunamai. She's because she is the, 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 the gunas and she lives in the gunas. The gunas are made, she, she creates them and they're made, she creates them from her, she made, she's made them. Right? They're the, the, the her, her manifestation. That I am in the most today, right? Uh-uh. She gives birth to the universe and then lives within it. In the Vedas, the idea of Uruna Navi, a spider and its web. A spider brings forth the web from inside itself and then lives in the web. This is this world. She creates this world and she lives in this world. There's nothing but her. Talk about the thing is the problem. We, we're trained because we're, our problem is we're attached to the world in materialistic thinking, and therefore that's our problem. That's called material consciousness, right? But, and so we have to withdraw. We have to withdraw the pratyahari, withdraw the senses, discrimination between the unreal and the unreal, the object and the subject, gross and the subtle, all those type of things. These are legitimate sadhanas. Thakur himself told people to do those sadhanas, right? But the reality is this is, this is all, I mean, what, he did all those things too. Right, we understand his own sadhanas, right? But then he, everybody he see, he saw his only ma, right? He, he, he's, he, many places I see only ma. Actually, you don't see, but you will. Of course, said it like that, right? 
A spider brings forth the web and so and then lives in that web. God is both the container and the content of the universe. Right? And then this last little section I want to important. So this is something we miss because it's in the original Bengali, in the Katam, in the Katamrita, these titles are very important. This is M's point. This is what this little section of the conversation. This is the middle of the conversation. He gives a title. This is the point, right? Called Kali Brahman. One word. You know, so it's like Kali Brahman, dash, Kali without qualities, Nirguna, and with qualities, Saguna. Right, so Kali Brahman, the Thakur's name for the absolute is Kali Brahman. This is, or M's, M's giving the philosoph- he's going to give a philosophical definition of his philosophy, Kali Brahman. Right? Ka- not, not Brahman with and without attributes, Kali with and without attributes. Kali is Brahman. Yeah. Sometimes Kali with attributes, we call that Shakti, Kali without attributes. Is Kali black? Thakur continues. From a distance she's black. Once you're able to know her, she is no longer black. There's a good time to sing this song in a second. The sky from a distance is blue-colored. You look up close, it doesn't have any color at all. The water of the ocean from a distance is blue. Go up close, pick it up in your palm and look. It has no color at all. So you think of, we think like, oh, that, this is a very clever thing. It's, it's Kali Black. You know, it's like this, the sky is not blue. You go up, there's no color. The water of the ocean looks blue. But we know there's a reflection. But you take it up, there's no, there's no color. So we see, what is that saying? Is Kali Black is also saying, does this world, what's this world? Is it, we see this world of name and form. Where is it? Go close, go up to it. It's not, it's, it's just clear. It's Brahman, that Kali is Brahman. Brahman is Kali. Very, very deep. It has no color at all. Saying these words, drunk with divine love, the heart thing you need to be drunk with divine love. Sri Ramakrishna started to sing. We're going to sing one song from Sri Ramakrishna. A very beautiful song. Is my mother Shama really black? Shama means black. Is my black mother really black? The form of time and clad in, clad in the sky, she lights the lotus of the heart. This is Naren. He's, he's, uh, he's made a, a passion for singing Sri Ramakrishna's song. <laughs> I don't think he's ever played like this, but Oh, 
still have another big thing to read, but I don't think, I think we have time. Maybe so, you said this so question and answer, we can do that after. Uh, because I know it's, it's uh, usually we are one hour talk, so for those <laughs> that I never we take a that. short little break, uh, because uh, we rarely get to have Swami Bhajananji Maharaj here, so what, uh, if you like, um, we'll just take a quick break, we have some refreshments in the backyard, and then um, say in five minutes, just grab something to eat, go to the restroom. Come back here if you like, and then we'll continue on. And we we like to have questions also, yeah, Swamiji. Yeah. So we can have a little bit of interact. Maybe we can get into a circle here, and uh, we can have a little bit of interaction with questions. And Swami can continue on, and we can have a, a little bit more of a discussion. If you guys like, all right? So why don't we just take a little five-minute break right now? And if you use the restrooms, if you have to go to the backyard, we have some just some refreshments, water. Just go through the front door, go to the back, and then come back here in five minutes. And just before you guys go, let me, couple announcements. One is that um, we are having a class this Tuesday on the Panchadashi, 6.15. Second, next week we have Dr. Sheila Patel from the Chopra Center, who's gonna be speaking about emotions and how we deal with our own emotions. It's gonna be a two hour retreat. And, um, and then also how we spiritualize our emotions. So she's the medical director of the uh, Chopra Center, and usually you have to pay a lot of money to go there. She's going to be speaking here. It's free. Anybody like to come, please take advantage of that. She's very good, and it's worth coming to. 
Um, so Swan, why don't you say a little closing chant just to end this session, okay. and then we will, uh, and if you want to come back here in five minutes. Okay, well, Mantra is Thakur used to worship for another. Om Sarva Mangala Mangale Shive Sarvartha Sarike Sharanye Rambake Gauri Narayani Namostake Sristi Sthiti Vinarayanam Shakti Bhute Sanatani Gunashraye Gurame Narayani Namostake Sharanagata Dinartha Paritrana Parayane Sarvasyatri Hare Devi Narayani Namostute Jaya 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 Mahamai Ke Jaya Bhagavan Sri Ram Krishna Deva Ki Jai Swami Ji Maharaj Ki Jai Ma Dakshinishwari Bhavatarini Dakshina Kali Ki Jai Ma Jai Ma So please take a break and one of the things just to let you know what Swamiji to me is really talking about is Sri Ramakrishna's philosophy helping us unlock what is Sri Ramakrishna's philosophy so Let's continue on. Um, please come back, Mr. Chairman. Not that. We like that.